What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. There's a YouTube show full of fun facts you need to know. Carl brings a bell and the members show to the GMP morning show. Featured guests will come and they will blow your mind. The audience will do so in kind. The little vanity mixed with some insanity On the morning show with GMP Good morning Portugal and I'd like to welcome you to another fantastic day Hey you gumpers Alegria Munson here with the Good Morning Portugal Show live stream and the podcast. How are you doing, podcast listeners? Um, be great to hear from you at Carl or on email Carl at goodmorningportugal.com, which is, of course, the email address if you want to get in touch with me uh, about anything to do with the show, basically. So how are you this morning? I'm a little bit tired this morning. Consado, consado. I uh, hope you're doing well. Uh, it's a very warm, sunny day looking out into the garden here, uh, here in San Martino de Porto. That's where our music's coming from. Uh, every now and then we play a, a, some original music created by somebody very talented in or around our community. And um, it was my pleasure. Um, is a, there's a really lovely lad who works at uh, Palmeira, uh, the cafe where we have our weekly meetup. Uh, one till three every Wednesday. Lovely little gathering there yesterday. Beautiful uh, and peaceful after 10 days of partying pretty much. Uh, the, for the uh, Sant Antonio Festival that's happened here in uh, San Martino de Porto uh, over the last couple of weeks. Everything being packed down, the stage is gone, the TV show is gone, TV uh, production crew were here last Sunday, we were on Somos Portugal, uh, the fairground, the concessions, they've all moved on to a new town, uh, like the lady said, who I spoke to, who showed me her bifanas um, in um, in the in the. Uh, the, the, the food court, let's call it the food court in San Martino de Porto. Um, it's, it's a lovely area, the, the, the little bit of greenery that you've seen in our um, uh, videos, uh, T-Ducks, wonderful videos, walkabouts, and of course the view uh, looking out from the outside broadcast studio towards the sea. Uh, that that had loads of food concessions and, and the, the main stage there over the last couple of weeks. Um, very peaceful now. We were looking across there, and, and it's a very different picture. And our friend Diogo was working in Palmeira Cafe. Shout out to, to everybody at Palmeira. Nelson's incredible cafe. Very hospitable and great fun to hang out with. A good friend to us and our meetup community. And Diogo works in there. Now, I've been chatting to him for quite a little while 
uh, now and uh, discovered he was a musician and he was into events and so on. And he was part of that. So he's going to be part of that incredible Festa music festival in St. Soldas, just outside Tomar, uh, where, of course, we've been with one of our Learn About Portugal questions this week. And I discovered that not only is he interested in music and events, he is a musician himself. And he's going to Porto, I think, to uh, join a music course. And I said, oh, I've got some friends up there. Um, Ron, we've got uh, Rockin' Ron, haven't we? The uh, Portuguese cowboy Ron um, and the Blisses up there. And I said, you know, I'd love to in introduce you to some of our, our musician friends that we've got up there in the north of Portugal, in Porto. Thank you very much, he said. Um, and uh, he friended me up on Facebook to do this. And then I discovered his music. His band is FEMA, F, uh, capital F, as you can see on the screen there, capital F, small E, capital M, small A, and then a period, punctuation, a dot, period, full stop, FEMA. And uh, the track he's allowing me to play, uh, which you can find on YouTube, um, is Darkest Night. And the video for it features the Bay at San Martino de Porto. So uh, adding to the wonderful treasury of original music that we've been allowed to play on the Good Morning Portugal show will be FEMA. Uh, this, I'm pretty sure that's how he would pronounce it, FEMA, rather than FEMA, as in the American organization, FEMA. Um, and Darkest Night will be uh, premiered, from our point of view anyway, it's, it's the first introduction to the music of FEMA in our community. And I think he's incredibly talented uh, vocally and his, uh, uh, his uh, I was going to call her the co-host. My co-host today is Heather uh, from uh, Boots on the Ground Portugal. It's his duet partner on that track, Darkest Night, is Anya. So we'll go out with that later on this afternoon, uh, later on in the show, I mean. I, I, I'm guessing we're not going to be here this afternoon uh, as Good Morning Portugal, but we will be here later on this afternoon as Expats Portugal with the Wealth Management webinar that uh, Astrid was telling us about uh, yesterday. Uh, let me just check and make sure the Expats Portugal website is back up again. They were having some challenges yesterday morning when we spoke to Astrid. There is a wealth management webinar. And as she said, you don't have to be a millionaire to go along to a wealth management webinar. Uh, that's happening this evening uh, at 6 p.m., not the usual time of 7.30 p.m. 6 p.m. tonight, you'll be able to uh, join Holborn Assets and uh, look at uh, a few angles on making your money go a bit further. From 6 p.m., yes, Expats Portugal's website is back up. I will put a link for you in the chat now so that you can sign up for that. And, of course, the Dream Team session at 9, which is always great fun. Um, so I'll, that's where I'll be at 6 and 9, respectively, Lisbon time, uh, Portugal time, uh, for the Wealth Management webinar at 6 and the Dream Team session at 9 p.m. Link in the – well, on the screen now, actually. And uh, I'll be in the company of some of the wonderful Dream Team whose picture I'm going to bring to the screen now. Here we are having dinner together. Uh, only Dr. Michael missing from that picture, as far as I'm aware. Um, Gilda, look at Gilda halfway up on the right-hand side. Uh, Sarah, Nunu, Peter, and Elise from the Portugal company. Jerry tucked in there, Jackie. Um, and it gets a little, <laughs> a little more difficult to see who's who at the back there. But Wiley, uh, Daniel Reyes from Reyes and Pelicano. Uh, a wonderful evening. At, uh, down under with Justin Jennings, which, where, of course, you can ask for a uh, glass of wine with your uh, a complimentary glass of wine with your meal um, if you or lunch. If you um, if you mention expats Portugal, how good is that? Just going to have a quick cough. Excuse me. Where did that come from? 
a very um, a, a very weird time to have a little bit of congestion or constipado, I would say. Uh, so there you go. Um, yeah, and you can sign up for all of Expats Portugal's uh, services on the link that's on the screen at the moment. How's everybody doing? Who's here this morning before I tell you about today's quiz question? Coach Turner is in. I'm looking forward, Coach Turner, um, to us having um, some fun dusting down the God Squad programme uh, from next Monday. I did my before and after pictures. No, I could only do the before pictures of the before and after section. I was thinking to myself, the um, the before and after pictures in many ways are a bulging shirt with the buttons uh, being pushed to their uh, physical limit. So that was the first photo I took. But I did strip down later on in the day and Mrs. M has photographed me semi-naked, which I think uh, forms part of our um, deep thoughts from C.S. Lewis today. And um, yes, yeah, so those photos will be going to Personal Best Fitness and they're going to help me tone myself up a bit and lose a bit of the flab along with the bedrock foundational work of the of the god squad program as well growing old disgracefully and uh, bon viveur fitness gentle fitness for bon viveurs that's what we're all about in the god squad and that's what coach turner has been offering us how long now coach turner i think we're getting on for a couple of years aren't we of god squad uh, support from you so thank you very much for that and talking of growing old disgracefully it is an aging in portugal special today that's what we're going to be talking to Heather about. The whole notion of uh, getting, well, we're all getting older, right? Let's face it, everyone is aging. As soon as you pop out into this existence, you are aging. And I suppose, I suppose it becomes uh, increasingly more poignant and uh, an issue to uh, be aware of or manage um, the, the older you get, the longer you're on this planet. And uh, Heather has, has, of course, uh, uh, brought two of her parents. Well, should I say both? I oh, know people with step parents can have more than two parents, can't they? Um, <laughs> I do say the weirdest thing sometimes, don't I? Well, a lot of the time, I, I think. And uh, so she brought her parents over from um, from the United States, uh, of course, as a whole. As she moved her whole life from the United States uh, in the last couple of years, and she has a lot of experience in uh, dealing with uh, oldies, uh, elders. Uh, went, living in Portugal and has just recently uh, moved her father into assisted living accommodation. So anything you, I know it's a, it's a little bit, uh, it's a little, oh, do we have to talk about this? We don't have to talk about it, but I think, you know, knowing what to do in, in, in the circumstance should it arise is quite useful. And uh, Nuno will have some information to share tonight, uh, a new insurance policy for uh, end of life care that he's been working on as well so that'll be very helpful on the dream team session that seems to be a recurring theme for today growing old disgracefully and how to manage aging in portugal heather will be joining us from around nine this morning let's see who's here coach turner's in t duck is in and i'm excited to find out more about uh, jean philippe uh, an amazing portuguese inventor and uh, we'll do that in a little while james is in a bon dia gumpers Feliz quinta a todos, como está? Uh, Anna's in from the south, uh, bon dia, con alegria. a good day with joy, thank you. It, yes, um, as, as we uh, celebrated the solstice yesterday, and more about that, the plot is thickening with the ugly boggly woo-woo stuff around the solstice that came in as a result of talking about the solstice yesterday. But my, my deep thought of the day is the days are getting shorter, but so are my trousers. Mm, the days are getting shorter, but so are my trousers. Will I be remembered for that? Pete's in as well. Ah, solely finesse, Dan and Beverin. Good morning to you. I had gumbo for the first time with you. It was delicious. And we had a very emotional moment, didn't we, talking about Father's Day. 
or, or, or marking Father's Day last Sunday. And Bev, thank you for the strawberry cheesecake, uh, which was a complimentary portion, um, which was acknowledging um, Father's Day and uh, my tiny part in that. So thank you very much. Who doesn't like a tiny part first thing in the morning? Uh, so thank you very much, Bev and Dan. And we look forward to sharing your menu for, I'll probably do that tomorrow, uh, for the uh, for the goodies that you're serving up on Sunday at a pit stop here in San Martino de Porto. Quite a lot of San Martino de Porto references already this morning. Antonio F also in. And uh, we, great to see you, Antonio F, getting busy on the Learn About Portugal site, carrying on the Portuguese sayings of the day. Really appreciate that, um, that uh, volunteering that vital information. Oh, yes, Portuguese sayings and the Portuguese language. Uh, Raquel sent me a clip of somebody speaking Portuguese, which I think even the Portuguese struggle with. So I'm going to play it for you in a little while, and you can see yourself if you understand anything that's going on in there, including you, Antonio F., I think, this morning. Owen, also in, yeah, Parents Works covers them all, the step-parents, the parents. The um, the, the uh, boyfriends, girlfriends, yes, the extended range of parental figures. I, I remember being at school, actually, when we, when we were moving on, the, sort of, the early sort of parts of dealing with difference, I suppose. It was just parents forever, wasn't it? And then suddenly it was parents and guardians and parents and step-parents. And probably now in schools, it's quite a long list of people before you even do the register and talk about get, doing any learning. You're like, you know, could you take this letter home to your uh, parent, step-parent, guardian, elder person in your home the person who takes responsibility for you etc etc blah blah <laughs> uh, we'll go full circle you know at some point won't we when we get get fed up just, look it's just shorthand for all of that list we used to say parent simply parents works covers them all cheers james good morning to you mate okay let's um let's do the um learn about portugal quiz then this morning we'll we'll recover our ground from yesterday and answer that question first shall we uh, which was, oh no, that's my website. Not Where am I? <laughs> where am I? Nurse, medication, please bring the screens as well. <laughs> that's my website. This is, yeah, still got a website at goodmorningportugal.com. And we also have learnaboutportugal.com. Where? In line with Good Morning Portugal's aim to help you learn something about Portugal every day. Has that been working, actually? I uh, need to make sure we're not uh, contravening the Trades Descriptions Act. Uh, are you, oh, Jimmy's trying to, breach security and come through the uh, patio doors at the back of the studio here. It's all right. Good boy. Take it easy. We'll go for a walk after the show. Yeah. Are you learning something new every day um, about the, the, on the Good Morning Portugal show about Portugal? Do let me know. And also give me some he heads up on some of the areas you'd like to know more about. I know there are some gaps at learnaboutportugal.com. So let me know what they are and we'll get them filled. Who doesn't like the gaps filled? First thing in the morning. Yes. Okay, to yesterday's then was the, and I got the day wrong. <laughs> it's because I set it up the night before. Um, yesterday's Learn About Portugal quiz was, uh, as some may be considering stripping off to mingle in the menus and contemplate their cromlechs, where in Portugal will we find the highest concentration of prehistoric monuments in Europe? That was the question yesterday. Uh, the prehistoric pagan paraphernalia we are referring to may well have been the focal point of celebrations co-opted by Christians uh, that we now know as the Festa de San Joao, for example, the sacred acknowledgement of cosmic alignments. And did you acknowledge the cosmic alignment yesterday at 1557? And the seasonal changes, of course, uh, summer solstice, has been transformed into a ritual of debauched plastic hammer blows to the heads of friends and strangers alike, especially in Porto. 
So uh, are you getting your plastic hammer ready for that? And did you contemplate nature and the cosmos and the universe yesterday um, at 1557 for the summer solstice? My days are getting longer and so are my shorts as a result. Uh, for extra points, hazard a guess at the age of some of those standing stones in Portugal in the comments below. Dougie uh, ventured a guess at 5,000. I had it a bit older. Some of these monuments and prehistoric uh, paraphernalia, as I refer to them, are 7,000 years old, or thought to be by experts. And the right answer, of course, for the highest concentration of prehistoric monuments in Europe, not just Portugal, but in Europe, uh, the continent, was Evra in the Alentejo district, not the Peneda Jerez uh, National Park, which you be, could be forgiven for thinking was the right answer. And of course, not that uh, naughty suggestion that it might be at the golf clubs of the Algarve or Pingadosis end of line selection. No, not prehistory in those places, although, you know, you could argue that they are. But in, in the context of what we were talking about, Evra, Alentejo, and not the parliamentary assembly either. And we had that lovely photograph of the standing stones, the Cromlex in Evra, that Coach Turner took himself. So that's where we'll go in just a moment. After we've asked today's uh, Learn About Portugal quiz question of the day, but that's a lovely photo from Coach Turner there. Uh, and interestingly, discussion went on in learnaboutportugal.com to portals, as they were described. I mean, they look like ley lines to me and um, sites of specific interest of a spiritual, cosmic and um, transcendent nature, you might say. And, and the usual suspects are there in, in, in with those places. Fatima, uh, Alcabasa, that's the nearest portal to me, should I need one, uh, Alcabasa. Um, Cristo Rey, um, Tamar, all on there. And look at that, that spine of Portugal. It's very interesting, isn't it? We don't really know much or talk much about this, but I think there's a, a significance to this once you start scratching the surface. And it can get quite esoteric, can it not? Um, because this, I was also sent this. Look at this. Uh, on the right, you see the Dimension Gate, which is a portal of the aforementioned. Um, or should it be... Yes, um, you've got a portal um, just on the right, a dimension gate, as it's being called there, and some ancients making their way in and out of it. Sorry, just needed to cough there, made myself laugh again. And on the left, somewhere in Portugal, oh, often the way, isn't it, with ogly-boggly woo-woo things, the, 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 the information given is a little bit indistinct. Um, somewhere in Portugal, it's not very specific, but that rock formation, that hole in the rocks, does look like the dimension gate on the right there. Just explaining that to you podcast listeners and those not looking at their screens right now. Uh, that really does look like a dimension gate, that rock formation on the left there. And I don't know where that is somewhere in Portugal, um, but uh, it comes from the, the meme's been made by Science of the Universe. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Um, so let's move on uh, from that picture to this. And here are our friends, Pam and John. And strangely enough, it was a year ago that this picture was taken. Uh, I was in Obudosh last night and we were coming back from the Delgada mansion, which I must also tell you about at some point during the show today. And we came back through Obudosh, got something to eat. And we were at the famous, do you remember the Pingados where John had a frozen pie, which we thought was a new Portuguese speciality. And earlier on in the day, a year ago, we'd had this drink. What is this drink? This is uh, today's quiz question then. Go to learnaboutportugal.com to make your guess. 
today's quiz question. What are Pam and John sampling here in Portugal's medieval town of Obidush? The beginner level of this question is name the drink. And there are two ways of saying the name, just to make it more complicated. We're in Portugal, of course, it's going to be complicated and it's going to have a depends. It depends clause uh, to it. Everything in Portugal does, doesn't it? Well, it depends. Um, and I've asked, I've asked uh, Gilda this, haven't I? Uh, what, how do you say it depends in Portuguese? Well, it depends on what it depends you're trying to say. Anyway, beginner level of the question. Name the drink. Two possible names. Intermediate. What is special about the cup or copo and advanced? When asked Elish or Saint-Elish, what might the poorer of the drink mean by saying Saint-Elish? Saint-Elish, what are they referring to? Nice one. Dougie's got us off the mark. He says it's easy. And he thinks he's got two of those uh, three parts of the question correct there. So there you go. And that's question of the day, to which we will return later on. We're going to go and look at the God Squad tip of the day now as we anticipate the arrival of Heather, Heather Binder of Boots on the Ground, Portugal. Oh, some guesses coming in uh, as well. Thank you. Well done, Pete. Looks like it has seen a lot of action. Was that the portal? Um, Carl, thanks for showing us your ancient dilapidated ring this morning. Peter, honestly. And uh, cheers, Antonio, for your guess as well. Was that a guess from you, Matty? No, not yet. Uh, that's a Bon Dia Alegria Toros de Pombal Nublado. bit, bit uh, cloudy over there in Pombal in central Portugal. Pete's enjoying at the moment bright sunshine and clear skies at the moment. Um, oh, I see. Yes, because Pete's keeping an eye on the farm over there, isn't he? And uh, that's closer to Pete's neck of the woods. Okay, Coach Turner then, God Squad tip of the day. Oh, no, hold on a minute. He's um, off to have a windscreen replaced this morning. Oh, um, so we'll catch up later. It's the second one of our newish car. What's going on? Really annoying and probably a measure of how bad UK roads are. Oh, you've had um, chips of you flying up and chipping your screen there. Yikes. Um, God Squad tip of the day from you, Coach Turner. We've looked at the science behind three different benefits of walking any one of which is enough to make it worthwhile. But one of the most important is controlling blood sugar levels. Oh, my word. I bought some Bola de Berlin's. Talking about blood sugar levels, I bought a box of Bola de Berlin's last night. I thought the kids were going to help me eat them. I just, I couldn't stop. I was tucking into some of that delightful custard in a donut last night, which I'm sure would have spiked my blood sugar levels. Should have gone for a walk. In fact, we did go for a little walk in Obidosh, and we found some delightful little kittens, some stray kittens, the mama cat was there knowing that people were coming to the picnic area and her little kittens, two tabbies, two black cats, uh, were hidden in the undergrowth and they appeared for a little bit of chicken. Um, there have been a number of studies recently showing that moderate exercise after eating reduces glucose spikes in the blood. Indeed, with careful monitoring, it is recommended for diabetics. So is this going for a little constitutional after a meal? I mean, we used to do that, didn't we, back in the day? Didn't people go for a little turn around the room, at least, if not the park, after dinner or on the promenade? Uh, reduce, yes, promenading. Uh, reduce, reducing the level of post-meal spikes helps to lower the stress on many of the body's systems and can reduce the chance of long-term illness. So perhaps find a way of taking a short walk after a meal and not just taking your plate into the kitchen, kids. Um, they, we could make them come back and forth, couldn't we, to make sure they don't get glucose spikes in the bloodstream. But yeah, go around the block, take the dog for a walk, take your imaginary dog for a walk. Why not? Um, adopt a dog if you have the right circumstances and wish to do so. Um, yeah, there are dogs that need adopting here in Portugal. Get a dog, go for a walk around the block after dinner. 
go dogging. No, that's different. Uh, build it into your normal routine and enjoy. I bet that brings your uh, glucose spikes down. Uh, build it into your normal routine and enjoy the experience. It will pay multiple dividends. The benefits then of walking. Great exercise, I have to say. And I and bless my dogs for getting me out of the house a couple of times a day. Bondi Alegria. And we do a lot of walking apart from that, actually. Walking is great exercise and it's natural. More natural without your shoes on, but notwithstanding the warnings given by Peter Bleach earlier on, I'm stepping on various things in Portugal, like scorpions, snakes, and even just sharp things and dog poo. <laughs> Choose your moments of barefootedness wisely. Bon Alegria Gumpers from T-Duck. First full, full day of summer. The days are getting shorter, but so are my trousers. C.S. Lewis has got a better deep thought than me. Uh, Eros will have naked bodies. Friendship, naked personalities. And that's a nice... That is a really nice um, way of looking at friendship, isn't it? Is when your personality can get naked. Um, uh, when you know you're friendly with somebody, when your naked personalities are mingling. Very nice. Uh, Clive St Staples, Lewis, also noted for his other works of fiction, such as the Screwtape Letters and the Space Trilogy. Has anybody read those? We know him best, don't we, for the uh, Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, etc., um, so has anyone read the screw tape letters or the space trilogy? Or was it so long ago you can't you know you've read them, but you can't remember a single thing that you read in those books? Isn't that amazing? The time and effort um devoted to certain things like reading, and you, for the life of you, you can't remember what you read until you read it again. It's like a movie, isn't it? A movie that you've seen before. And then as soon as you see it, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember this now. I remember this now. It's incredible. Cain uh, Sabir, then, we have been looking at the wonderful inventions of Jean-Philippe. In 1971, Jean-Philippe registered a patent for a machine that reads to the blind called the Letex. It was based on a musical instrument, the Orchestrola, which Philippe built in 1959. We have pictures of both of these devices. But before we go there, shout out to Portuguese inventiveness. Oh, this was the... Uh, these, his invention yesterday, not the wheelchair, but the um, the lift, the elevator that took, takes people in a wheelchairs up and down stairs there. Well done, Jean-Philippe. There he is. Um, I want to just shout out to Portuguese inventiveness of a different kind. I was remarking on this the other day, wasn't I? This is a device for carrying many beers. That seems so Portuguese on so many levels, doesn't it? The inventiveness and, of course, the, the amount of beer... <laughs> Beers there, Sagresh or Superbock, presumably in that holder. And when I mentioned that, Antonio F said, well, but look at um, Bayrandi. If I take that comment out of the way, Bayrandi is pretty amazing himself. There, He's taking a photograph whilst holding a beer and a Bifana. That takes some skill, doesn't it? That reminds me of my teenage years where I was able to dance holding a pint of beer and a kebab at times, not spilling a drop of kebab grease on my um probably my expensive shoes that i saved up for as a teenager um or beer for that matter i remember actually doing a forward roll uh, holding a pint or certainly a glass of beer and a kebab in the other hand and i think i managed to perform the entire forward roll without i don't know how how much i hurt myself but certainly the kebab was and and beer were preserved in it's in miraculous in this miraculous move. It happens, doesn't it, uh, when you've had a one or two? Or it can do. I mean, yes, I can't judge other people by my standards. Anyway, back to Jean-Philippe. Here's a blueprint. Um, little, not easy to read, but you get the, you get the gist there of a keyboard device, um, and which then, of course, um, is connected with a, another device. So we're talking about the Orchestrola 
and the Letex device. That's the Okistrola there, which looks like a wonderful um, science fiction-y type uh, sound-making synthesizer uh, that would have been found in the RTP studios where Jean-Philippe would be found uh, in the 70s and 80s. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And uh, let's find out more about this uh, invention then. Uh, Jaime Philippe, our celebrated Portuguese inventor of the week. Um, and I've lost, as, as I think you might guess, uh, the information. <laughs> Where is it? I've lost my comments. Um, oh, no, here we go. Here we go. We, we, we learned the first part, didn't we? Ken Sabia then, uh, Jaime Philippe, registered a patent for a machine that reads to the blind called the Letex. And it was based on that instrument that you can see on the screen now, the Orchestrola, which Philippe built in 1959. My goodness, I'm dating him a bit late there, aren't I, in the 80s, 70s and 80s. So he was making things. 50s, 60s, uh, probably 70s and 80s. I think it, it, old inventors just keep going, don't they? The text reader for the visually impaired would have magnetic discs with audio recordings of each letter and phonetic sounds. Ah, oh, could we find a recording of that, I wonder? I'll do a little bit of research later and see if we can find that. I mean, the um, I'm watching, while I'm doing research for the Learn About Portugal quiz, I'm watching so many of those videos with, this is Lisbon, Portugal, and this is a robotic voice telling you about it. Those videos are so hard to listen to, aren't they? And I imagine this would have been a boon to people who are visually impaired. Uh, but I, I imagine it would have been a little bit stilted back in those days. But anyway, we'll find out. We'll do a bit of research. Television camera scans the page. He would have had access to all this kit, recognizes the text and triggers the audio recordings of the letters and sounds to be played. Jean-Philippe, you legend. There is no evidence, though that this early optical character reader was ever constructed, but the idea was patented patented, patented by Jean-Philippe in 1971. Total and utter legend. You are T-Duck, and thank you for, so much for your support of the show and everything you do for us, uh, as, as is Jean-Philippe, total and utter legend. Incredible. We're coming up to nine o'clock, where we're going to welcome uh, Heather Binder of Boots on the Ground, Portugal. There you go. There's the blueprint. Another quick look at the blueprint there of the Letex machine. And uh, we will come back to the screen now. There you go. And see if anyone else has joined us uh, before we welcome um, other... Before we welcome Heather Binder on the screen, let's welcome other people who might have joined us. Uh, Pete, uh, missing Wiley's property selections. Me too. That was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Becky G. Rogers is here as well. G. Rogers. That sounds very Portuguese, Becky G. Uh, ha, 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 can't beat a bit of your cheesy humour. What? How very dare you? Stick around for the dad jokes. 
later on, Becky. Uh, I, and I hope your daughter had a great day on her birthday a few days ago. I'm sure you're what you're. I'm sure for going dogging, you meant meet up with others for a nice dog walk. Of course, I did. What did you think I meant, Becky G. Rogers? Coming here, coming in here, accusing me of having cheesy humour. Oh, look, our poster boy this morning, Joao de Nort is here. Hola, bon dia, alegria, todos. Just fix some irrigation spray issues. Who doesn't like to fix their irrigation spray issues first thing in the morning? Uh, today is about ageing in Portugal. Perhaps um, your irrigation spray issues might come up. Uh, not just yours, Joel, because yours are sorted by the sound of it. Anyway, now off on chores and hiking in the Pineda generation with the twins. Wow, what a great day ahead there. And uh, Nubianette also. Oh, how's it going, Nubianette, who is in Marseille right now, but people still think I'm Portuguese. A guy came up talking to the man next to me and said something about Portuguese. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, there was a pause, a look at me, and they continued. Look at that. I think changing the subject. Another man asked if I was Brazilian as well. Incredible. You have an amazing trip, Nubianette. So you can join us on the screen to tell us about it one of these days, I wonder. Okay, um, lots of chat going on in the chat, which of course is the right place for the chat. Um, thank you all for being here. Cindy Vine being mentioned as well this morning. Let's come back to the chat a little bit later on. Let's welcome now to the screen, Heather. Oh, boots on the ground, Portugal. Hello. Hello, hello. hello. How are you, Heather? I'm good. Good, good, good. Excellent. Just, Lovely to see you. I'm already hypnotized and transfixed on your mic. By, by this What's, microphone? It's a lava lamp. <laughs> oh, I wanted a lava lamp again, actually. I don't know where I'd put it, but I love lava lamps. I'm, I, I, it's not a microphone. It, you're just sat there with a, with a lava lamp in front of you. No, <laughs> It is uh, my beautiful microphone. Normally, I, I have like a stand under this, so you don't actually see it. But mm. I thought I'd show it off because it actually is kind of awesome. And I it's entertaining, so, see? It is. I am fixated <laughs> on it. I'm drifting away into a state of hypnosis. <laughs> <laughs> now, would you, Astrid started this yesterday. Uh, would you like to touch the lucky cockerel that you see? Uh, in front of <laughs> would I like to touch the lucky cockerel? Now, I'm, now I've said that out loud. That I, seems like a loaded question. <laughs> I, I, I feel very inappropriate, I have to say, and I'm not going to mention it again. I think we should just move I'm on. not going to take it personally. <laughs> but I'm also not going to answer because I don't actually know anything about what that's in reference to. So I'm going to say... That is the right <laughs> answer. That is the right answer. And I think the least said, as my, my um, one-time mother-in-law used to say, least said, soonest mended. Uh, it uh -huh. was, it, it's Astrid's to blame. It's the, it, the Barcelos cockerel is in front of me now, not you. And okay. she, we were stroking the cockerel when she arrived yesterday. And then I just thought it, other other guests might like to do that. And as I'm, the more I say about it, the more awkward I feel about it. So let's <laughs> let's move on about and talk about <laughs> aging in Portugal. Which you said the other day, you you you're helping your dad, of course, move into uh, assisted living accommodation. And yes. This is something we can talk about today, and that fits within a whole range of uh, um, subject matter topic that yes. is to do with aging in Portugal and having uh, old folks uh, with you in Portugal. You moved here with your mum and dad. Sadly, your mum's no longer with us, but your, your dad uh, has moved into a new stage of his life, which has been uh, 
supported and, and um, managed and um, researched, uh, uh, I think, extensively by you as well. So there's a lot to talk about in this yes. whole business of aging in Portugal. Um, part, and again, that is just that is subject matter within subject matter, because, of course, you moved to Portugal. You brought everything, including your family and pets to who, oh, of course, you are your family to Portugal. Right. <laughs> You've learned so much doing that. And now that's what uh, Boots on the Ground Portugal is all about. You helping people do the same. Sure, uh, we and- do. Yeah, we do everything from NIFs to visas, visa being, you know, kind of the big, big thing that we do and uh, all sorts of specialty consulting and, uh, you know, just every kind of everything under my umbrella, which is a pretty big umbrella of experience. And um, I keep adding to it, Carl. Like, I just want to chill out, but... <laughs> <laughs> so before we talk about the the aging part then and and, and yeah. working with oldies here what have you just what have you recently added then to your repertoire well uh <laughs> wildlife rescue is my latest okay so my girlfriend comes over yesterday and had they they were there was a bird in the middle of the road that was injured just sitting in the middle of the road and there's a lorry driving over it and cars oh, and no. like that yeah, and so my two friends are there, and they're coming over to my house, and they stop, and they pick pick up the bird, and next thing I know, there's a there's an injured dove in my care, and um, yeah, so I named him Marvin because he's messy, so it's like messy Marvin, and if there's of any, course. that's maybe a U.S. reference, I don't know. Um, anyways, he's still here, which is really good news because it's been about almost 24 hours, and he's still alive, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what I started with like late last night and this morning is trying to get him to take a birdie antibiotic and water, trying to get him to eat, which is my big task for the day. I have a parrot, so luckily I, I'm kind of a be prepared person. And so I have brought with me a doxycycline, which is an antibiotic and it's bird specific. Anyone freaking out over there. And, um, it's a powdered. You have to be so careful, don't you, when you're dealing with Well, them. you do because, you know, there's always somebody. Um, <clears throat> but that's the big risk is that it it might have been a cat that uh, messed up this bird. And cats are, are uh, uh, best inside because uh, they, they really do quite a number on wildlife and particularly birds. And um, and so anyways, that's my latest thing. But doesn't mean I'm an expert. That's for sure. Uh, but it's also a good point because there's really like limited resources. Like in the U.S., I have a friend that lives an hour and a half from me who's a professional. Well, not a, I guess professional, but she's like a licensed, certified, whatever, um, wildlife rehabber. Really? And I don't know if there's anybody out there like that here. I've if anybody has experience with uh, getting food into a soft bill bird, let me know. And if you don't know what that means, then you don't have experience. <laughs> Listen to, listen, to, listen to the lack of compassion flowing from Pombal this morning. So you're going Am to I save, going to a, save rat? a rat with wings. Um, yeah, Nasty. you know what? Pigeon, let me just say one thing. Yeah. Pigeons are beautiful birds. There's nothing yeah. wrong with pigeons. Stop being mean yeah. to pigeons. <laughs> yes, Matty. Stop letting your kids run up to them and scream at them and flap around and make them fly away. Okay, I will. I will. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, Yeah, don't let your kids do that, Carl. Your kids are doing that. Because guess what? They're animals. They uh, are creatures. And there's nothing wrong with them. And in the U.S., you know, if they get out of control, they're a nightmare. But guess what? 
if we have too many people in a small area, that's a nightmare. I mean, you know, it, it's not about the particular, you know, species. Uh, it just is what it is. So, yes, yes I'm helping yes, a rat with yes, wings. Right. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> but, the over-concentration is the problem, not the species. Yeah, yeah, but, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, and dove, doves are beautiful. And uh, my girlfriend that's helping me from the U.S. with advice and so forth has nine parrots and also has had a dove that she oh. saved. She saved two doves that were rescued, one of which lived 16 years in her care. Good so, heavens. Yes. So, and you are looking after a dove and not a pigeon, it would appear. So Matthew's It's a dove, off. not a pigeon, but I would help a pigeon just the same. Uh, I I did try to save a baby pigeon once, but that didn't work. Um, you know, they're tricky. So anyway. Pigeon Pigeons are just horrible. Heather, try living <laughs> in London where the exclusive <laughs> diet is used condoms and crisp wrappers and they all have one leg. Um, that, the problem there is London. The problem uh, is there talking, is not is, the pigeons. It, yes, of course. Use condoms. I mean, exactly. What does the pigeon well have said. to do with that? Well said. <laughs> and is he talking about Londoners and their exclusive diet, or is he talking about the pigeons? No, I don't no, know. I, but I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I am very welcoming. I am friendly to, you know, almost. I would say, if not everything under the sun, relatively. It doesn't mean I want them in my house. People right. or critters. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't really get the whole, um, you know, hatred, the hatred thing. <laughs> well, like a pa I have an African gray parrot. She's worth money. Mm. Like she's, she's cool. She talks, she's all this yes. thing. And you know what my fiance calls her Uh gray pigeon. He called it. How's your gray pigeon? Oh, that's a wind like, up, isn't it? Yeah. That is a wind up right Because there. guess what? She's about the size of a pigeon and she's gray. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So there's a little bit of work to do with this pigeon prejudice, I think. Think again. Think there again. Is. And speaking of rats, <laughs> we didn't expect to be talking about this this morning. Rats do make great pets, actually. They're very intelligent. They're very yeah. sweet. Uh, right. And I've enjoyed uh, the company of, of a rat or two before. So, <laughs> Well, I never. Um, I have a pigeon coo. Breeding, breeding in my vines. Interesting. Yeah. Is that why he's upset? Because he doesn't like people breeding in his vines, maybe. <laughs> That's just, that's no, I do not disturb their nest. Good job. Thank you for letting yeah. critters be critters. And um, and for you people driving by these pigeons on the road or this animal herd on the road, you know, it's, it's, it's help, sad. It? And I love it. I lo I, we have to come to all this sudden outburst of conversation to do with uh, pigeons, I think. We'll come back I know. I'm going to get yelled at because I need to talk about, <laughs> about other things. No, no, I think this is important and interesting. But well, it is important, and yeah. once my girlfriend moves here, we're probably going to do some, you know, volunteer-type stuff to either create some sort of at least information available and education available because, uh, honestly, the the education and uh, uh, information is so, like, 10 years ago or longer when it comes okay. to parrots. And, and so I'm guessing wildlife because if you don't know how to take care of an African gray parrot, well, which they don't in this country for the most part – um, then you don't know how to take care of, you know, all sorts of wildlife and things like that, that might need help here and here and there. So that'll be, that'll be a, 
down the road. And when I launch that, I'll let you know. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. You can, you can, we can go into it, can't we? In a different special. Bruce Joffe felt some heat yesterday talking about stray and, and neglected dogs as well. So it's a bit of a theme oh. uh, and it needs to be dealt with sensitively, of course, doesn't it? By us foreigners and incomers. Uh, and I'm sure we will do that. But what I love about this, where you started this particular story, Heather, is you are the person people think of who is the helper. It probably is your Myers-Briggs analysis, isn't it? Okay, we found a dove in the road. What do we do? Well, we just take it to Heather, of course. She'll know what to do. You know, I'm a challenger helper. Right. Okay. So I'm kind of like a bossy helper. <laughs> yes. Yes. I but I get things done, analysis. you know? Like I'm, I'm a, done. There. So, yeah, yeah. So it's... I like the Myers-Briggs Enneagram, like uh, there's a new one I've been reading about. Yeah, it's all really fascinating stuff to me um, and uh, and can help you, you know, do better and, and uh, address your challenges better. But uh, yeah, I there's always something, there's always some new challenge. And so I will get back to topic, which... Uh, no, I, can't, my, I can't let you do that yet. I can't let you do that. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's, there's so much more to say on pigeons, and then we. All right, go ahead. It's, I mean, it's, you, all, you, it's you, all on Carl. If you're going to be okay, are you okay for for an extended stay this morning? Um, are you all right till let's say quarter two, the, the hour? Because we do have a fair bit to talk about. I'm good until ten easily. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff. Okay, all right. Um, that's good to know. I get to go to all IMT right. this afternoon. Oh, and anything fun. anything I can do to stop you doing that, I'm sure is a blessing. No, I'm but... I'm actually really excited because uh, IMT is like DMV, right? So yeah. driver's license yeah. stuff, and yeah. it's kind of the final piece. Um, my fiance, we're going to do his biometrics, so that means he's all good, should be all good for his driver's license, and all we have to do is turn in the paperwork today, and that is something I help people with, and uh, sometimes people say it's it. easy. Yes. I saw someone comment recently saying it's easy. That's awesome. You know what? Anytime somebody gets through something easy in Portugal, good for you. Good for you. Absolutely. Good for right. you. Getting a new tent, a health number. Easy. Yes. Um, yeah. Not always. No, not always. <laughs> yeah. And depends where you are because. Um, it depends we... where you are. In Caldish, yeah. it's, it's a bit of a, a nightmare. And uh I have a friend over eight months. She couldn't get it. I myself originally tried to do many things myself, which is part of how my business came to be um, because I faced the difficulties and I realized there are some really good alternatives, but people don't have ready access to it, uh, right. which is working with locals. And I have a local gal that works with me and is amazing and, and a couple of locals actually. And uh, anyways, yes, yeah, nine months waiting for driver's license. Yeah. So it's not easy, uh, but needless to say, uh, this is our final piece was my point because my fiance was the last one to come in March of 2022. There you go. And so um, we've actually been able to do his license for a few months now, um, but we just haven't gone to IMT because life has been a little chaotic because I've been dealing with my mother passing away seven and a half months ago, sadly, rather she was sick, but still unexpected. And um, then my father and grieving and all the things and um, getting him to the point where the decision was made to that we needed to move him. Okay. All right. So, and we will, we let's go further into that story after we've resolved it. Okay. They're coming in. Um, driving license uh, exchange. I know, I know, I know. So yeah. <laughs> 
he's laughing quite a lot. However, there is a sweet spot issue here because you, you, you know, you, we did say it depends on where you are in the country. Well, uh, it's we not even you... where you are. Like, there's no magic sauce. There's no secret sauce. Okay, with Portugal, <laughs> you are the secret sauce. Come on. Well, I, okay, I'll take that. But, yeah. uh, but you know, the reality is, people will come to me for things, and if it is something that you know, I know people have gotten easily, but also not. Um, oh, brought him a license. Sorry, I'm distracted. Okay, that's okay. I was reading the dub. Okay. I was hoping someone was like, I'm a wildlife rehabber and I live 10 minutes from your house. No. Okay. It could happen. It could happen. If yeah. it's out there, like, need help getting food in this bird. Um, okay. Anyways, uh, uh, what was I saying? Oh, if something's easy, I, I tell people, you, you know, are. you're welcome to try it. Uh Go for it. And if it, if it works for you, you know, like your health number. I have a client, in fact, who's a neighbor. And uh, uh, her name's Melissa. And she, she, she said to me, you know, what about the help with the health number? And I said, try it. You know, if you get it in a couple of weeks, cool. If you don't, and it's longer than that, and you're, you know, twiddling your thumbs, let me know. And, and then we can, we can go from there. So now I only can help in Caldish area with health number, unfortunately. Uh, um, but I think attorneys can help other places. I don't know how, yeah. what their magic is there, but I don't have all the magic, but I have a lot. A of lot. The magic. You've got a lot more than most. And, I, and <laughs> my, my theory about um, location is there's a sweet spot. Um, which is if you're it's a bit like the pigeons if there's a high concentration of people getting stuff done in lisbon is is difficult for a number of reasons lots of people and i think overwhelm staff and overwork staff so you can get a, a particular situation and we heard True. yesterday of somebody who got their license done very quickly um all online submitting documents then got emails saying received reviewed email saying to make an appointment for document collection which was yesterday all done well, and dusted now the other well, part that, of, that, of course that is, is if easy yeah, that is easy. That's not the hard part. The hard part is knowing what information to get exactly <laughs> from yes. your country, yes. getting it, getting it apostilled or whatever it may be, getting it notarized, getting a certificate from your country, depending on the country. Um, you know, that that whole thing is is honestly the the harder part. And then just knowing that like, okay, you now have this piece of paper, at least for Americans and uh, Canadians, uh, as an example, and you need to put this thing aside for, uh, a year mm -hmm. while you move here, <laughs> while you get your residency card, while you get your health number and yeah. then get your medical. And, you know, it, it, it's not hard. It's does so, because something's not hard. Doesn't mean it's not complex or confusing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, and, 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 and the fact that somebody got something done quickly can, yes. can belie the fact that there there has been a complex process, right? Uh, and they've been quite lucky or fortunate in that complex process. They have, and yeah. and and you know, but it, it you know, it's not hard to go to I, on IMT, fill out a few things, upload your stuff, and submit. And yeah. it's not it's not hard to get a, a email and a text saying you you're good. Yep. Um, I'm not sure what Matty's talking to here, he but back. he's talking about a syringe with a small rubber pipe at the end. I don't know if that's maybe something dealing with John's irrigation problem. No, well, that's we... the dove. But you can't force, you can't syringe feed unless you are an experienced like tube yeah. feeder. And um, how would you and, like it, Matty? But yes, I do have syringes. I I've, I did orphan kittens, as you know, recently a few months oh, ago. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, yeah, and they're a couple months old now. And my girlfriend, my girlfriend who brought me the dove, has the kittens. <laughs> 
and she's going to adopt the dove. That's what, is that what happens? You, you take an animal to Heather and you get one back. Maybe a different species. Okay, so if um, you know anything about a dove, which I really can't say I knew a lot, their beaks are extremely long, extremely thin and tiny because it's a little teeny thing. And um, yeah, the idea is you get the beak open and you shove the food in. Correct. And that's how I got them to take some food last yesterday. But I also had a second set of hands. So I was able to hold him. I was able to open his beak. And then my girlfriend was able to put his food in the, in, in the mouth. And, I've, and um, I've been in that situation as a human being. It reminds me of a time I went for a job as a personal assistant for a man with complex disabilities. Oh. His, his, his team leader assistant as part of the job interview. And my girlfriend at the time was quite upset about hearing about this. The, the team leader fed me. Uh, I had to sit there while she fed me. And I think, looking back now, I think this might have been a sl slightly dodgy job interview. But it was a good point to make, I thought, at the time. I, I don't so, think that's dodgy. You... I think you that it puts you in the shoes of the person you're assisting, totally right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's and I took it on that basis. But then when I told other people, they're like, hmm, that's a bit, that's a bit odd, isn't it? Um, there, there are ways of doing these things, as there are feeding baby doves, as we're discovering this morning. Um, right. There are a lot that we have a lot of hairs coursing in this conversation. The other thing I wanted to say, Heather, about um, where you are in terms of paperwork and things is that sometimes you can be in a part of the country that hasn't done the process you're talking about ever or for a very long time. All those particular yes. staff haven't. We tried to do our residency in the little town of Oreng in central Portugal. We made some delightful Portuguese uh, friends of these two Portuguese ladies who spoke French with us because we didn't speak much Portuguese at the time. And they didn't have a clue what to do, but we had a lot of fun talking <laughs> with them. And they sent us off on all sorts of wild goose chases. And that can happen. If you, you, so you've got a sweet spot, haven't you? Ideally, you don't want to go to a, a, an IMT or a CEF that's really, really busy. And you don't want to go to one that never does any processing of people because they don't know what to do and are out of practice. Yeah. There's a real nice sweet spot. Kaldash might be good for some of those, but if I not, think Kaldash, aside from the Utent, is a sweet spot, but supposedly the Utents are being processed in some central location now, but who knows? You know, you hear these things. And you, you really do. wonder. You hear you know. a lot, don't we? And we you must come back to learn about Portugal quiz, which I think yes. you'll, you'll ace that this morning. But oh I, gosh, I, don't I, quiz I, me. That's like mean. No, you'll you'll be great at this. I'm, I'm not great at. I'm great at a lot of things, but we'll see. All right, we will. Not see. Not a lot. Not a, with, not quizzes with the Nibbles birds. birds. Yeah, no peanuts. Peanuts. Insects chopped. Ooh, peanuts chopped. are actually a fungus and can can actually be dangerous. For yeah, birds. George. Uh, thank you, George, for being here this morning. Sunflower but hearts, thanks. raisins, suet pellets, fat balls, as sometimes they're called. Which can I, get I, I have millet. I have Harrison's pellets, which are very, which are like super high quality. Can't even easily get here. Parrot food, yeah. and uh, that will work fine. It's not a matter of what I have food. I have food, and People I have. Are just an, trying uh, to help, aren't they? We love this. There yes, is an I agree. I do appreciate it. Yeah, some are not trying to help, those pigeon haters among us. But anyway, James says to you, pigeon haters, there are pigeon fanciers, aren't there, and pigeon haters? I wonder where yeah. those pigeons get that food. So again, the fingers point back at the humans. Do they not? Every time. <laughs> I think right. my people are the, the pigeon, you know, neutral to pigeon positive. Pigeon neutral. Pigeon positive. <laughs> <laughs> How would you like to identify yourselves this morning? Pigeon positive. Not that's gonna be a new thing, it's not gonna be like she, her, it's gonna be like 
pigeon positive. Identifying as a positive, she, her. <laughs> yes. Yep. Well, let's see. I, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if that happens before the end of the show. Uh, pigeons were bred to eat people. Stop. What? We're bred to eat. eat punctuation can kill. Yeah, punctuation, punctuation can kill. kill. <laughs> <laughs> That's people the sort of thing. That... Okay, <laughs> pigeons were bred. If there's I get, too I get many, there's too many freaking people. Like, yeah. There's too oh, many don't start with that, Heather. <laughs> but that's not a reason what? for pigeons. That's not a reason for pigeons to eat them. To be fair, no. Pigeons were bred to eat. Full stop. People stopped eating them in the U.S. There's too many in my city. The crows, who I think are there because of past fires, are chasing them away. The crows are even worse. Crows and fire. Your show is really confusing, Carl. <laughs> One of our lodgers brought pigeons back, uh, and we told them that we had taken it to a rescue center. Amazed he missed the wing-shaped stomach of the cat. Of the cat. That is a sorry end, isn't it? That, I oh love dear. cats, but I really like them inside where they don't hurt wildlife and they're lazy and happy. <laughs> well, I met, <laughs> I, I met beautiful. a Thank cat. you. Take a minute. Yes, they are no. beautiful. They're very iridescent. Really pretty. Uh, and uh, when I lived in central Portugal, there, uh, uh, there was a bar. Actually, I could see these pigeons being released from my house by a pigeon fancier. And that noise they make as they fly past you, that... Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And the flapping of the wings. I love that. And the, and the colors. Absolutely right, James. Uh, beautiful pretty. translucence. If you can overcome your prejudice, prejudices, of which there are many in the community this morning, they are hideous. You see, they're like this. Have you ever seen a squab? I, I haven't seen a baby pigeon. Where are they? Try looking at a hooper or European beater. So pretty. Diversity, Peter, diversity. Carl, um, we're going to get in trouble if we don't talk about old people. All right. We'll definitely, we'll do it at 9.30. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. On the, on the pigeon chat. Uh, cats okay, cats, are 100%. Killing, not 100% in the house, but are killing any bird they can get. About 75% of all bird killings. Yeah, cats. And if pigeons are eating garbage, consider the animal species that are leaving it all around to be eaten. Yeah! I oh like Haga Slug. Yes. Yes. I found a baby dove on the street. It says, morning, Alan, uh, who is in Spain this morning, I believe. I brought him to a licensed wild rehabilitator. Uh, he said that the doves are the only bird species that breed four times a year. Lucky doves. Wow, that's um, a lot. Yeah. Lucky yeah. doves. I mean, we can, we got that's we, a male perspective. It is. I mean, someone was talking about dogging earlier. This is doving, which is a bit different, I think. Uh, if you ever hear of the specialist activity called doving, you now know what doving. that means. Okay, because, um, um, yeah, I was going to just I was what, going back to the rubber, whatever the heck you asked me to. 
What? <laughs> Rub the lucky cock roll four times a year. Dubbing. I, it, like, right. it just seems like it's one of those like new right. sex terms or something that you don't know what it means and you have Every to Google it. And then you're looking, like, oh, yeah. geez. It's hard, okay. it's hard to keep up. And you know what I mean by that. Um, it's hard to keep up with these new terms that come out, it seems, every single day. Doving is not I, one of them. We just made that up this morning. And with the three minutes to go, before we talk about ageing in Portugal, um, you mentioned as well, you're not, you are not. You prefaced your comments about the Dove. I'm not a licensed person before anyone gets started out there. This concerned citizen thing, we were feeding uh, stray cats last night. And I said to Mrs. M, any minute now, a, 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 a well-meaning expat is going to come out and tell us off for feeding <laughs> chicken to these kittens here. And that, that is a thing, isn't it? You've got a yes. subset of, of expats who know better than the other expats who are just seeming, doing something. No, you know, it's, it's, you have a subset of people yeah. that really need hobbies, <laughs> maybe need a little bit of dubbing. <laughs> oh, I got him on that one. You so, so got me there. Yes. <laughs> It's true. Um, you know, they just need something to do. They need to be positive. They need to change their attitude and their outlook on life. And they yeah. need to start stop with the, you know, gossipy and the, the whole thing. So that, I think that, in, and of course, that means there's a subset of expats that are the same way. Yeah, okay. Right. But... <laughs> and, and it's called being a concerned citizen, isn't it? There's a slight sort of sarcasm when one uses the, the phrase uh, concerned citizen, like over-concerned. Perhaps, I, yeah. I just, you know, I'm, I don't want to say I'm a know-it-all because I work hard to, you know, be open to things because I'm, I'm not an expert in everything for sure. And yeah. there's, there's, there's so many different experiences and so forth that people have, but, uh, you know, there's a balance. I think there's a balance there of like having knowledge and experience, but yet being open to others. Yes. Experience, you know, Love and so, and I think some of these people that are like, you know, I know how to cut an avocado and therefore the whole world should cut an avocado the way I cut an avocado. Quite. Need to kind of, you know. Loosen up a bit. Loosen up a little bit, you know. Yeah, come on, come on, do that. Uh, Philomena's here. Hola, bon dia. Bon, bon quinta feira. Just to find out. Good morning to you, Philomena. Uh, I really enjoyed sharing your video of Ooh, you. Mulberry uh, jam. Russia's He's got some jam from Pete. Mulberry. Peach's oh. pet has got I'm, some jam. I'm jealous of that. That does look good, doesn't it? And final comment, probably not. Um, <laughs> no, there are two more. There are three more. Seagulls are aggressive. They attack pigeons and even cats. Kittens and a pigeon. You have the solution to your problem. Is staring you in the face, Heather. <laughs> Sadly, because doves are docile. Now, this is the, the moment to end this bit of the discussion, isn't it? Doves are docile, and they are the Let's primary Let's just source. love each other and animals, too. Doves are the symbol of, do, of docility. Is that the right word? They are. Like, you, you release doves at your wedding, although don't do that. Yes. Uh, I don't think that's good necessarily unless they're, like, have a home or I don't know what. Homing. Well, those are pigeons. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Not an expert in that. Um, a, I think it's okay if you're the owner of an ark. Releasing a dove just to see what's going on outside is a good idea. And doves are a beautiful symbol of peace. And of course, they are, they are go about their business uh, only to be snatched from the ground by a raptor or a peat bleach or matty. Um, but yeah. there they are, displaying a sense of unguarded peacefulness, which we can learn from. So maybe that could nice. be the last, the last word. No, I'm going to say one more thing, which is. <laughs> go on. 
I said my friend that brought the dove over would would take the doves and give the dove a home. That yeah. is only if the dove is not releasable. We really yeah. hope, of course, to release the dove back into the wild so they, he Marvin can go on to be a wild dove. But Marvin the wild dove. Okay, that remains course. to be seen. So we'll like it think of thoughts well for said, Marvin. Well said before we get some hot mail from um, a concerned citizen. About- well, no, I think it's important because people think like, oh, I'll just catch this thing and then I'll make it my pet. And it's like, yeah. you know, I have a parrot because she came from a rescue. She already existed. I didn't buy her from a breeder or take her out of the wild. And, and that doesn't mean that's never happened because I had a bird when I was like 12 years old that was caught in the wild. Like, you know, I know that. And, you know, that's life. Uh, but things have changed. People are more enlightened and so forth. But yes, if you catch wildlife, please let wildlife go. If it can then take care of itself. Flipping it. Is this James going? Oh, we can't stop talking about this. Can okay, we? Okay. And I love how the hug a slug because we're talking about spaying and neutering. So yes, spay and neuter animals. And then that- let's talk about aging. <laughs> Humans can also breed four times a year. Not if they're spayed and neutered, they can't. Not the same woman. Not- yeah. Again, I, male perspective. Yeah, yeah. and the, increase, <laughs> the invention of the harem. Oh my goodness, this is a wide-ranging conversation this morning. But uh, James is going all concerned, citizen, on me. Capturing and neutering spaying feral cats is far more helpful than simply. All right, but but there we were. We had chicken and we saw scrawny little kittens. Why no, that's it? good because yeah. it also warms them up, and they need. And that's good because then the next step could be somebody that. Captures them, gets them spay neutered only. That I'm going to shut up because it's a whole other subject. <laughs> All right. Okay. Aging in Portugal. Let's see if we can talk about But I that. can talk about that another day. <laughs> okay. Next time you come, I think it needs, probably needs to be an animal special, doesn't it? Yeah, or I can definitely. Yeah, we do. Your own YouTube channel talking about animals. I think possibly it's, it's so much love for it this morning. Well, a mixture of love this. and hate. There was a yes, lot of quite. People this, have been very yeah. open. And yeah. I like that about this community. People are very frank, and we do engage uh, in quite a robust and frank way. So well done. Keep it up, everybody. Aging in Portugal, however. Um, I don't know where you want to start this conversation, but I was, it, of particular well, interest was your dad's experience recently. Yeah, so I'm going to start really at the at the semi-beginning, which is my mom passing away. My mom passed away seven and a half months ago. So I went through, you know, dealing with that with my dad and um, – my parents live in the lower level of our house. It's a three family house basically. And um, they had a three bedroom, two and a half bath space. That was about 18, 1900 square feet, 180 square meters. Well, that's about the way I do the math <laughs> about. So in other words, a big space. And my dad was coming out of the be- master bedroom on one side of the house, going to the other side of the house to his man cave and never <laughs> using the third room the dining room, the eating kitchen, or the living room. So like uh, basically a massive part of this house was just like unused. So the, uh, the, I was trying to get him to use the living room at least so I could do something more productive with the other two bedrooms. And he said, no, move me, just, just move all the stuff into my master suite. So we turned his master suite. We moved the, you know, electric recliners in there. And we changed the bed from the king size to the single, you know, he has adjustable bed. And so we set that all up. So we kind of had everything in there. And the funny part of that is that um, right around the corner, like literally right outside his door around the corner is the kitchen. 
And he had mentioned a couple times how perfect it would be if he could just get a mini fridge in his room. <laughs> then Legend. he just didn't have to leave. Okay. So yeah. we were, you know, and I mean, literally, there's an American size, big, beautiful new refrigerator, like really close. So it was kind of funny. But what happened is not so funny, but it brings up a couple of good points. One is get or bring. Uh, or order from like Amazon Germany, as an example, like I did, mm -hmm. um, smoke detectors. I don't know why they are not code here, True. but they're not. Yes, they're not. And That's the thing here, isn't I it? seriously think that prevented a fire. That in the combination, I was actually in Lisbon uh, with Sara, my associate. We were doing some work, going to see our banker, actually. And... Uh, I get this message, you know, frantic message. My brother was visiting, helping take care of my dad for two months um, before his family came. And I get this message, something about, you know, the microwave and dad and the da da da, da. And I'm like, okay, whatever, deal with that later. So I come home and my house reeks. Like it is nasty. I remember hearing of this on the Yeah. So. I was pretty freaked out and I took a couple days before I went and saw the actual microwave and before I really talked to my dad because I didn't want to react out of anger because whatever he did, he, uh, he did not do purposefully yeah. and you know, yeah, he didn't do it on purpose. Right. But he, he has an obsession with sugar. And so I have these papadums, which are like a lentil flat thing. Okay. Like a bread, like, Oh, Indian, yeah, yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. Not pancakes, but they're the size of those mini pancakes you can buy Papadums at like the Papadoms are crispy, aren't they? Yeah, they're crispy. It's like a good no-carb thing or whatever. Oh, Anyways, really? um, my dad had taken the Papadums that come in a foil package, put the whole thing in the microwave thinking they were pancakes. Uh-oh. Set the microwave to like 30 minutes hours. or, yeah, like whatever yeah. you can do. And then was just standing in the kitchen and the microwaves in the laundry room connected to the kitchen and the smoke alarms going off and, you know, it's obviously like bad. And he was just confused. And my brother. Oh, he thought the smoke alarm was sort of maybe the microwave saying it was ready or something like that. I don't know. But that thankfully the smoke alarm went off. I'm pretty sure my brother was sleeping. Uh, but thankfully that woke my brother up to come in, find my dad confused unplug the microwave, you know, and, and take care of that. And it yeah, had not burst into flames, but there literally was like a black mark on the wall. And uh, I saw the microwave a couple of days later and it was, it was pretty horrifying. Yeah. And um, the reality is if, if you have someone is standing there in the middle of the kitchen with the smoke alarm going off and they don't have the capacity to, figure out that that means turn the microwave off or like do something, you know, mm. um, then you really have to think about that. And uh, so that really scared me, not only for my father, but obviously my pets, uh, my fiance was home, but he lives on the third floor uh, and he couldn't hear it uh, there because the microwaves are not, or microwaves, the fire alarms are not hardwired. So they don't do that trigger thing where they all go off. Oh, if one goes off, they all go off. Like that's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's U.S. code, is it, in a lot of places? It's a U.S. thing, and I really honestly have to look into it because uh, it's disturbed 
me that of the course, alarm yeah. could be going off in a part of the house. And then, I mean, the house is not 10,000 square feet, you know, it's like three, 3,000, 3,500. So yeah. it's big, but it's not like so ridiculous that, you know, that should be the case. So, but that's probably a whole nother <laughs> show yeah, on its own. Another, another and, anyways, so point being that, um, that, that really kind of took some time, but that really freaked me out and got me thinking like, okay, it is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A disaster was averted, but not by much, you know? And, um, so that my dad has fallen several times, not, um, wouldn't let us know. Like I was waking up in the middle of the night, looking at the camera to see if my dad's in bed. I could see if his legs were hanging out. Then it's like four in the morning and I'm down there, um, you know, having to, to help get him into back into bed. And, you know, it's just it, like, it is not the safest situation he was not listening and to, to many of the things that we need, we're trying to get him to do for his own safety. Sure. Um, and he had, he has an Apple watch. He had the clicky buttons to ding me and you know, just it, all the same things you could do for safety around the house. But at Hold some point, so an Apple watch yeah. has got a distress element to it as well as if you need it. Well, he could call me like, okay. in other words, if he, if his phone was, you know, at his recliner and he, fell somewhere like in the bathroom, if he has the watch on, you know, he could reach me ideally, but again, mental capacity to do that can be waning. Uh, And he is all there, but he's also sometimes not all there. Like there's definitely some more confusion and, you know, you spend every time you go to the hospital for a week or whatever, it seems like the capacity, the mental capacity, like lowers. Uh, He's 83. Uh, and anyways, he, uh, at the end of the day, um, I really just started thinking about it again. And I had looked into assisted living previously, but there was not availability. And I looked into it when my mother was sick and I thought she was going to be coming home. Mm-hmm. We did have a living care at one point, which was a huge nightmare, totally yeah. different topic, different show. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> It cannot be a nightmare, but the person we hired was crazy. So there's that. Um, And, um, (laughs) and yeah, so, so, so I ended up taking him over there once I went and saw the apartment and I did bring Sara with me who spoke Portuguese and we were able to freely communicate that way with the director. And uh, there is some staff that speaks English, uh, but it's limited, you know, it's not America. Uh, 
That said, the food is Portuguese. My dad is not thrilled with that. <laughs> he does not understand soup, including my American homemade soup. He does not get into it. So it just oh, is wow. what it is. Yeah. But at the end of the day, he now is in a one bedroom, one bathroom apartment with mm -hmm. a little front room that's got closets, you know, like a little entry room. Um, and it has a kitchenette. He, he would have a cooktop available to him, but we made it not available. And um, uh, he does have a microwave, but he has no metal. I've gotten him microwave safe, plastic, everything, you know, yes. soups, cups, spoons, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so he can't make a mistake like that. And I also don't leave him any foil and stuff he could stick in the microwave. And so now he's getting checked on twice a night. He's getting meds. Uh, four times a day per his his doctor. Um, he's getting uh, meals. He's getting um, really good care. And it's nine minutes from the house. Well, and it's affordable-ish, certainly more so than in the U.S. And I do have people that wanted specific questions answered um, because I do have a Facebook moving to Portugal, seniors, and... Yes. Yeah. Adults. Can I ask, I mean, can you tell yeah. us what the costs are roughly? For, for, yes, for, I was going to do that. I just wanted to actually yeah. pull these questions up too. Uh, well, while so, you're doing that, we've got um, Matty saying, try caring for an 84-year-old across the Atlantic. My girlfriend's dad lives alone in Curaçao and she lives in the Netherlands. That's another topic as well, isn't it? Staying in touch with uh, elderly relatives elsewhere in the world. That is an issue for a lot of people. That's a different aspect of all of yeah, this. Yes, absolutely. So uh, I do want to answer these questions because I think they're really good. So if Go I can work it. on that. So yeah, co cost is always like the number one, right? Yeah. So the cost, it's interesting. These are condominiums. They're called Condominium Don Dinis in Kaldish. And uh, they, the base cost, so the cost for actually, you know, the, the service and the space, or not the space, but the overall space, the bigger space, is twelve seventy a month, so twelve hundred and seventy euros. Then there's a rent because a condominium is actually owned by an investor, which is interesting—a whole Isn't different it? show and level. Yes. Um, yeah. But I love the idea that investors could pool together and put more of these homes together that yes, we need, yes, yes. Yeah, particularly right. for expats. Oh yeah. Um, and so uh, three seventy is what we pay to the investor. And that is uh, a newer, newer remodeled room versus an older one. So they, they can have older ones that are, I believe are 300 a month and not 370. Okay. And then you also pay a level of care and it's 60 euro for level one, a hundred euro for level two, 160 for level three. And so level three is wheelchair, you know, uh, bedridden, like all the way all the way level yeah. and the levels can vary depending on how the person is that month. So, and I haven't been billed yet, so I'm not sure where my dad's going to come in. He, he mobilizes. Well, that's, that's, so he, he should be on the lowest level. You can sort of pull it, pull in the care level that's required to suit the need. And then you'll build. Well, they, they pull in the care that they need to give him right. and they bill you. <laughs> Hold on, um, is, is there three parts already to this? So, the, what's, what does the basic give you beyond, before you start? Well, the twelve seventy doesn't give you anything because you need to pay the owner of the condo for their room. But the twelve seventy gives you, you know, the place that's going to do the place itself is what right. it gives you. So the overall, but the actual unit rent 
is part of that. So it's 1270 plus the 370. So yeah. 1270 plus 370, I think it was 1640. So 1640 is the base. And then it's going to be anywhere from another 60 to another 160. So 60 would make it 1700. So it's 17 to 1800 a month yeah. for the base. It could be a little less if it was not a remodeled room. And that will include um, food. That's, that's food. And this includes food, point. cleaning once a week, uh, laundry, um, medication, them giving medication. Yeah. Uh, yes. So that's all part of the base. And the, uh, the additional care costs are for extra care costs. They're for, well, yeah, they're for extra level of care. Right. And then I also pay for physical therapy. So 20 physical therapy um, sessions is like 300 euro. Yeah. So okay. you can buy them individually or buy them in a pack. So he just, I just, you know, have that pack of 20, which actually will probably go more than a month for him. Yeah. I do have a colorful microphone. Why? Thank you. And um, so Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Gilchrist, age seven. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So go, carry on, please. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll, put in, I'll put, stop putting comments up because I think they're distracting. Yeah. Me. I can't do comments. I got to focus on this because I'm All too. Right. I'll, I'll go. I'll I can have my own show, Carl. Come on. Okay. So is he sharing his room or has it? So he does have his own private space yeah. and uh, they do have shutters on the windows. Um, he's got two very large windows. He has really good sun exposure. We got lucky. And um, that's nice. There is no cooling, there is heating. Uh, but we would have to add like a, um, tr you know, like a, a transportable, what do you call this? Uh, air unit. conditioner thing. Yeah. And, and, but he likes it really warm. So I don't know that we'll need to do that because it's been pretty warm and he's happy as a clam. So, okay. Happy um, as a clam. Lovely. Okay. Yeah. So they do, they do the medications. They would do supplements if I, I believe if I gave them those as part of his, Here's all the stuff he takes. Um, they do the, they have, the pharmacy does their pill packs and they have their own pharmacy. So it's another place they make money and they bill you, of course, for their medications. Yeah. Um, there are some specialty medications because he has a rare blood cancer. And so I do still go to EPO, uh, which is the cancer hospital, his hospital in Lisbon and pick up his specialty meds and bring those to them so that they can keep him on that. Okay. I don't know if they, if there's a service for them to do that, but I just need to know that that's happening because it's really, it's the only thing that treats his blood cancer is this medication. So I just need to know for sure it's happening. So we do that. Um, mm -hmm. And then let's see what else. Uh, he, because he's still mobile, he can choose to either stay in his room all the time or he can choose to come down. And they will bring meals to the room, uh, but they do have a really nice dining room and everybody has their own table and um, the food's supposed to be quite good. And I did taste the soup that my dad wouldn't taste. Actually, it was good. <laughs> okay. um, so he can do what he wants. We also can take him out when we want um, and we can visit when we want uh, relatively. If it's before 1 p.m., they don't like you to come because they're showering people and stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. I brought a shower chair, so he has a shower chair for safety and, uh, but they'll help him do all of those things. So what I like about it is that it, it's a, he can age in place there and he doesn't have to, you know, move further. And that's really what I wanted was a place he could really age up to. But I think the 
important part of that is also realizing that uh, if you wait until your loved one has to have this level of care, it's really tough because yeah. now it's an emergency situation. And I yeah. actually briefly uh, worked for caring.com doing um, phone calls where I would intake, take calls from people like me that were going, oh, my dad almost burned the house down or, you know, yeah. whatever things were going on. And um, I would help, uh, help place people in um, these sort of properties or, uh, or private care homes. And there, I don't know that there is a official private care homes here, but, uh, but I know they, they must exist to some extent, but again, it's, it's the language barrier. And that is the hardest part. I think I did make my dad a cheat sheet, like a plastic thing, um, three page sheet. And I got it laminated and put it, you know, put a little binder ring on it. And, and that, and by the way, my last name's Binder, but part of the family was Binder, so you weren't wrong. With the oh, I knew I, I knew I had a 50 50. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. We were right. Binder, we were well, Eastern I, I European Binder, yeah, okay, Binder, okay. Bender. I think we were all of it, anyways. <coughs> excuse me. Um, so uh, uh, he he has this cheat sheet that's got you know asking for a pain pill, and he can point to if he has pain somewhere or uh, if he needs certain things. Um, it has a little a little introduction about him. Uh, you let me just say, I think you're the most amazing daughter as well. This is incredible. Oh gosh, yeah. I keep hearing that, but yeah. no, you just I don't know. It's just what else are you supposed to do? You well, know, yeah, I understand that, but you know, you know, everyone does, and, and that's incredible what, what you're doing. And, and given that you're in a new uh, environment, doing all of this as well. Well, it's scary because I moved here. Uh, with I, I had the initial large chunk of money to buy the house, do the remodel and all of that. Okay. But then my parents had the monthly income because of social security and pension. Yeah. So I left my, you know, 28 years as real estate broker, uh, successful six figure business, um, to come here. I wanted to move to Portugal. No doubt about it. It had nothing to do with my parents, but it became readily apparent that they needed help and that, I was no way going to be able to afford to do that in the U.S. because my house is tiny, little 1950s, one bathroom, you know, ranch. And my parents were in a two-bedroom condo. Yeah. And at the time, I had like eight rescue pugs, okay? And um, yes, you did. rescue senior dogs. Yes, right. it's a good thing. Anyways, uh, and, and so, so like it was just our houses were not compatible at the time. And it would have cost over a million dollars or something to get – the sort of property that we would have needed in Arizona. Yeah. And we still would have been a place I didn't want to live, like, you know, way suburbs or I don't know what. So it wasn't realistic. So, so it, so that's what helped prompt, okay, we need to look at Portugal, you know, for a variety of reasons. But the scary part is my mom passes away yeah. uh, November 1st and they arrived November 1st of 22 and they arrived October 11th of 21 so a year later right and so her income's gone and then uh now my dad his income is going to help pay for him right yeah. and yeah. so so it, it's it, this all came to be like a lot quicker than i expected so financially it's it's a couple thousand dollars a month 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Which, yes, technically he can afford. Um, but I also still have to afford all the things I have to afford, too. So yeah. it's uh, it's been uh, definitely a study of like, okay, get your business in gear, you know. And business has been really good. Thankfully, I get great referrals and I get talked about in Americans and Friends and, and whatnot, which is wonderful in a good way. Talked about in a good way. Thank you all for that. <laughs> and um, I'm sure in a bad way too, maybe. No, no, because it's Portugal, so we can't do that. It's <laughs> terrible. Um, I like transparency. So if you're going to say something, just say it. Love it or hate it. I've noticed that, yeah. And you you, you, you deal with that brilliantly, I have to say. And we, just, I mean, the people are making comparisons of the costs here. And it's a lot. It is a lot of money. Are, are a lot less, less expensive. So that I, I'm, not, I'm not belittling that. But I'm also just um, explaining my whole, uh, you know, I can speak to my experience, right? Yeah, we, we all can speak to yeah, our experiences. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. so I know that that's cheap. I know that's dirt cheap. Okay. I know in the U S if you haven't got it, it's still, that's a lot. Yeah. 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 It's cheap. But guess what? When I take his income and I subtract his costs and, and our costs, like, yeah, you know, which is fine. I don't expect to live off my, you know, parents or whatever. Um, so, but, but is what it is, but it's all like more unexpected. Like, Oh, that was quicker. I thought I would have like at least six months or a year longer to kind of, get established and stuff like that, but it's all good. Um, okay. Let me just um, add a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, Matt, Matty was thinking, that, answering your question about private care homes. Uh, he thought not so much here because the Portuguese take care of their elderly in the family. Uh, Andrew Gilchrist, who does have a good insight, I think, into Portuguese culture, is saying, sadly, Matty, is not the case all the time. Of course, it wouldn't be. And didn't say that, but 100%. But much more so than countries like the USA and UK. Yeah, the, you know the culture the is is the more yeah, the course. culture and the lifestyle. I mean, the reality is, uh, money wise, people can't afford to live on their own. A lot of you know the locals and whatnot. So here, and you have these big houses that house multiple families because they had to, you know. Yeah, right. And and so a lot of these properties exist. Uh, they need help, or you know, cosmetically at least. <laughs> we could have a whole show about the yeah the decorating and Portuguese and all of that. But anyways, I mean, um, Matt, I think we're good for what ten more ten more. I got, months I got, course. we got topics. We got. You might need to topics. come back. Yeah, you, you maybe need to come back, come back more regularly. Um, I can do that. I can do that. I would love that. Today's given today's wide ranging conversation. <laughs> no, so I think you know the reality is in in the U.S. this sort of care would be. 3000 on the low, probably yeah. in like Alabama and, you know, some little podunky sort of places. Sorry if you're from Alabama, but whatever. Podunky? What does podunky mean? Well, like, you know, mm, smaller, oh, like, like if here, if you were going to go to like uh, central Portugal, like it's cheaper, you know what I mean? Okay. Like okay. different okay. regions or just, or, or different states in, in the case often of the u.s uh as well right. as regions of course there's yeah. going to be more expensive areas in in every state 
So, but you know, if you want to be in Lisbon and you get care, it, it's or the Algarve, it's it's going to be more expensive, right? Course, Probably. And you make a good point that there is a, there is an obviously a business opportunity in this. Not there is. So I'm calling for investors to ah. come in here and build us some more um, of communal type, independent type, but being able to age into uh, type properties because there's there's huge huge. I could I myself could probably fill your space. Yeah. Well, and uh, <laughs> I think I found the property. Um, I've got a lot of things. We've got three minutes officially. Uh, okay. And you, you might want to decide what you want to stay for. I've got news just in. Portugal no longer closing the golden visa. Amended, not abandoned. I've got a Portuguese man speaking that was sent to me by Raquel to, as a test to see how much we could comprehend of, of oh, how this. Oh gosh! I just passed. I just got my A one A two. So well done. So, congratulations on that. I on probably shouldn't time. have passed, but. I'll take it because yeah, yeah, yeah. take it, take it. Definitely. Um, and um, I've got to the Portugal, learn about Portugal quiz. When do you absolutely have to go? I have to be at IMT at 1215 in Leiria. So I should go by 1115, but I also need to feed this little bird again. So I should go by 1030, which I think you're showing. We will be done by 1030 for sure. Okay. So I want to involve you. Thank you so much for what you've told us about your father's care. And and all that that has stimulated and inspired in the conversation, which we will continue in another time. Tonight, Nunu from Nunu from Insurance will be on the Dream Team call, and he's got a, a, a new insurance policy that helps with elderly care. And I think he's going to be talking about the new funeral plan that they've been working on as well, because that's a whole other area, of course. Yes. All of this is like mystery to so many of us, isn't it? And I'm glad we're having these conversations. So join us for the Dream Team tonight at 9 to talk with Nunu about that and what help you can get from an insurance point of view. Um, when it comes to uh, investing in a property, I found this wine cellar yesterday. Ooh. And it comes with a house, which nice. is convenient. This that's the wine cellar of an amazing property uh, in Del called the Delgado Mansion that I was at yesterday, which sounds like a TV nice. show. Today. Um, there's a gym, there's a wine cellar, there's a workshop, there's a big meeting space. There are four studio apartments on the basement level, which opens out onto the vineyard back garden. And above wow. is the luxury house of many rooms, reception rooms, dining rooms, bedrooms with en-suites with 360-degree views of the countryside. This is on the market, over a million, but it would lend itself so brilliantly to a small a home of, of the kind you're talking about um, and luxurious by, you know, many sta local standards uh, and an investment property for this. And I, so I anticipate more of this happening. Well, there going. is a huge amount of people interested in... It's particularly, there's a lot of single women here, right? Yeah. And, uh, but in particular, they're interested in, you know, like a semi-communal type of situation, like co-op housing. But, you know, if, if someone could offer something like that, if that sort of thing was available and offered aspects of care, like, you know, there's, there's just like, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of room for investing and growth in that because, um, you know, who knows? I mean, I, I'm, I would be interested in something like that at some point, yeah. maybe who yeah, knows, right. you know? Right. And and because and the way we live is not ideal, is it? For It's ideal for us, for the sweet spot of a certain kind of lifestyle. 
And a lot of the rest of our, our life is not managed or, or there aren't great options at the moment. And um, we've also got this mismatch of like old culture, new culture. So there's definitely, um, I'll call it an opportunity in this and a, a, certainly a conversation. Um, so let's keep having that conversation here. Um, uh, this just in, thanks to Bobby for sending me this, um, a, a news item. I can send it to anybody who wants to uh, DM me on this. It's not for everybody, but it's interesting from the point of view of a, another political change. Maybe, if this has been reported correctly, Portugal no longer closing golden visa programme, amended, not abandoned. In a surprising shift of policy, Portugal's governing Socialist Party has proposed changes and re revisions to the country's golden visa programme, initially aiming to close the programme entirely. The party now seeks to retain a significant portion of the programme, excluding only real estate investments and capital transfer options. The sudden turn of events has industry experts and potential investors around the world very intrigued. We will keep following that. Uh, the that that's not just like scam... Um Spam, like that's legit. Sorry, I had to plug that. Well, it's from imperialcitizenship.com. Make of that what you will. And I'll say Yeah, but there's you. so much clickbait. And if you're just reading, you know. I know. Absolutely right. So you, we've got to do our due diligence, as the Americans might say, the due diligence uh, on this and just and sort the wheat from the chaff. But I think any any um, leads on that are important at the moment um, to see what's what. Uh, the Learn About Portugal quiz of the day. Putting Heather Binder on the spot here. What, uh -oh. are, what are Pam and John drinking here? Um, almost exactly a year and a day ah, ago. I actually oh. know that one. Ginger. Okay, yes, Ginger. You, might, you, might, you might be right, you might not. Um, the, um, the question actually is, on the beginner level, name the drink. There are two possible names for it. Oh, uh -oh. Heather might have one of them. The intermediate question, Heather, is what is special about the cup or couple from which they're oh. drinking it? Oh, oh. She knows that as well, don't you? You it's see, you were saying it's, it's a yes. cup. It's a chocolate cup. It might be. And okay. the, advanced, the advanced question, A1A2, Heather Binder. When asked Con Elish or Saint Elish, what might the pourer of the drink mean? So uh, you can go to learnaboutportugal.com. So Con Elish or Saint Elish? Well, somebody's pouring you one of those drinks. They might yeah. say Con Elish or Saint Elish. What might they mean? You have to come back to learn. Yes, you've got the yeah. Without something. So without, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. Without. So, comjello with ice. No. Um, Good guess, but not correct on this occasion. You'll have to go to learn about Portugal.com later. But you're on talking. It's something somebody would say when they're pouring you ginger. Yes, uh, there is. A, you, you've got the drink. Com copo, the like cup, the, with the chocolate cup. There's a part to the drink which you may or may not want to have in your little cup there. Well, I know you don't have to have the chocolate cup. So if you it can indeed... just do it in a shot glass. So I'm going to say com copo or uh, sem copo. I'm Chocolate. just going to leave that hanging there. And, and I made up chocolate. You. I don't know how you say it in Portugal. It's cacao? No, or chocolate. Cocoa? Or... Chocolate, I think, is, is, is uh, transferable. Absolutely. I don't what? know. Sometimes I think I just make up Portuguese. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, we all do. We all do. Even the Portuguese make up Portuguese, so don't feel too bad about that. Um, what? What? Can you hear this man? Could you hear him? Can, no. You hearing that? Barely. Not really. 
Okay, I will. So you weren't able to make any of that out. That's a man. I heard a talks. noise or two, but yeah, no, I couldn't. Make any <laughs> a noise or two. Yeah, I'm. I've been. I'm constantly told I'm like hard of hearing, which is probably true because I that do have been it. I will transfer that to a website near you so that you can have a go at that. By Randy has uh, called in, uh, not literally, but he is uh, out and about at the moment, and uh, he is going to the wine, on his way to the wine festival. I've lost your comment there by Randy, but I did see, oh, here it is. Bon dia. Uh, Malta popped in to say hi between morning walk and cycling to Anadia to have lunch with Mrs. Bairandi at the wine festival. If you're in the Bairada district, the big old wine festival is happening there in Anadia. It's a great event. It's not just about wine. Typically at uh, a Portuguese festival of anything, you're going to get everything else there as well, like agricultural. Oh, my bit. God. There it is. It's the wet bed oh. gang. You like them, do you? What, what are? They? Oh, we got what? music. It's just the worst name ever. Uh, oh, I don't did, know. Sorry, Wetbed Gang. We Maybe you have really before? good music. Did we mention? I this mentioned before? it because it, we saw it on like a couple posters or whatever it, throughout town. Great. We were like, you know, we were talking about bad names and like the how culturally, part. like a name might sound good in one language and. Not it's so good in another. It sounds like one of those new sex terms you were talking about earlier. No, wet bed gang does not sound like a new. <laughs> no, I would say that sounds like an old. That's like an old you're one. five years old and you peed your bed thing, you know. Which is a brilliant name for a bed. Come on. Zay Sid is, um, is, is headlining. So how about that? Did you say that's in Fanadia? Anadia, not Fanadia. Which is, oh, which Anadia. Is okay. We're, we're okay. Between, we are now between Coimbra and Aviru, but that's... And, of course, there'll be plenty of wine at the Feira da Vinha e do Vinho. Uh, what a brilliant event, which, of course, uh, like many others that by Randy serves up for us, you'll find at the Gumper map. Oh, there's my wine cellar again. No, I didn't mean to click that one. I meant to click this one. There it is, the Anadia Wine Festival. Anadia. find out more okay. at our map at goodmorningportugal.com come there i'm gonna go out with some music did you listen to the track i sent you what did you think i of it? did i actually thought it was nice yeah me too i think he's amazing this young man i mentioned before diogo who works at our meetup cafe palmera he's one of the staff there he's also a very gifted musician and that's what we'll finish with today i'm, I'm gonna be coming to those now excellent now you finished your language oh, oh we'll see you there I'm out of school right. so now like i have no good excuse and it's That's one true. Of I shall remember that. Now, on that note, I knew I had something to mention Perfect. about meetups. How was this? Oh, this was awesome. So I hosted our first boots on the ground, whatever, common meetup thing. And yep. uh, Cabaret Voltaire um, hosted us. And they're amazing. And it's a great lounge in town and really cool, wonderful people. Uh, and we had 25, 30 people, and, which is pretty awesome because I really didn't uh, – put it out there in any great capacity. Uh, I I was just really, you know, in the middle of everything. So that's really good. And a lot of people that couldn't come said they're coming next time. So I think it'll be even more robust, which is nice. The place only holds like 40 people. So I think we're going to fill it up, but it was a a super fun time. I met some new people, uh, met some people again that got a better chance to say hi to and introduce around. And one of my clients, I have to shout out to Kelly because she got off the plane at 3 p.m. And she, we picked her up and she came with us from Legend. 6 p.m. And she just moved here her first day in town from Colorado, which I don't know how she did that straight off the plane. So I'm going to shout out. I have one more shout out to Johnny Cocktail, 
who yes. tells me, you know who I that is. So, yeah, so yeah, he, yeah. he is a client of mine now who he has said I could, you know, divulge that. And um, anyways, cool guy. And so, yeah, he's out there. He's also a, a fly assassin. This is Johnny Cocktail at work. Only five seconds. Check this out. Gosh, did he get one of the salt gun things? Uh, no, that no. We talked about salt guns. He uses a, a rubber band, which I think might mean something different in America. But cool. elastic band. Um, he he does that, and that might get more animal welfare uh, people. I was just gonna things. say, I was saying like love all animals and stuff, but yeah, not George ants, uh, flies. I just can't. And then I've had moths lately. I think they came in my bird food, and I was letting them be for like a while, and then they're like they're getting out of control. They're just like, love you know, most like, animals. That's the message today. Well, I try to, I honestly try to get them out the door. I'm one of those people, you know, catch us daddy long leg spider, put him outside. Like yeah. we helped a beetle yesterday, you know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he was amazing. the biggest beetle I've ever seen. He's like this big on my patio. And my dog, I think, Mark, is this, already got in your articles of registration or your company report, as well as helping people move to Portugal. Part of the important work of Boots on the Ground in Portugal is to help struggling animals, which you do so brilliantly. Heather we Bart. do. We also fundraise for Reddy Leonardo, which is one of our local rescues that helps cats and dogs. And we try to raise awareness to them because they're uh, uh, not so well known to the expat community, but they're six minutes from my house. And great little rescue that really needs more support and some volunteers and dog walkers and the whole nine. So Rede Leonardo, do you have a link for them or something you we, can throw we, up? We have a little clip in our YouTube okay. channel about Rede Leonardo with you talking about them. So we can definitely make sure. In fact, in our Learn About Portugal resources, we I must make a list of animal sanctuaries around the country. That would be really good. And then also, I just one more other thing, the condominium my dad is in, I'm thinking that people might want to like have that information not that they have all this availability because of course that's a big thing yeah but um i do want to just have that link or whatever available so i can send that to you and you can put that somewhere yeah, people yeah, can I'll find sure it, it i'll put it in the show notes for today you've okay. been amazing yeah and we, we, we're gonna get chilling out uh chocolate uh, yeah. is the uh, is the right word not to be confused with cocoa or cocoa which is coconut coconut even, right Cocoa, which is poop. poop. You don't <laughs> be ordering that <laughs> on you anything to you. Could you sprinkle some cocoa on there? Uh, no, you've got the wrong poop. bar. Yes. <laughs> uh, there, here we go with the, the pronunciation. Oh, I know it's the whole right. thing. Get that pronunciation uh, as poop. well as punctuation right. Okay. Uh, Cabaret Voltaire is a good name for a band, if not Wet Bed Gang. I, well, I Cabaret knew... Voltaire is was a band. Vol yes, an old band way back. Do you not recall uh, that? I, I knew them. I knew Mal and God rest his soul, Richard, and worked with them from time to time in Sheffield. Really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow, uh, cool. Cabaret Voltaire is awesome. We need to support our local business. It's owned yeah. by local Portuguese gentleman, Paolo, and Natasha, his wife, who is Brilliant. so cool. She's from London by way of Jamaica, and she has the coolest accent in the world. I there bet you she go. does. Uh, yeah, I want to meet her already just from that introduction. She's a sweetheart, uh, yeah. And there you go. That's where it is. That's your third Tuesday of every month, right? Third Tuesday of every month, so it's the same week. I'm on boots. Um, I'm on here for for that our podcast. Same them, week, um, yeah. but uh, earlier in the week. So, uh, yeah, come and meet oh. us. That's what that's that's the plan at this point. Keep that that going, and uh, uh, it was great time. 
So, and it's nice to have available meetup at a different time of day because some of the other meetups around town are weekdays or earlier. You can't get a cocktail and, you know. It's good to have a a good spread of times across the day and month. Um, And that's that link for the care home that Heather was talking about. Thank you. Nothing to do with condoms. Uh, Condominio dom. Condominio dom. Condominio, yeah. Condominio dom dinis. And, um. I would put uh, that put that whole link in because if you start searching for condom, yeah, just you know, Dennis, you're going to get all sorts of results, aren't you? So put the whole thing, in. the whole thing. I mean, who knows where you go? <laughs> right, and we've kept. Look, Matty wanted to go, and it, we kept his attention. That good job, Heather. Today, uh, thank Jeez. you for being here. Let's uh, last words to you, and then we'll chill out with this lovely bit of music from our pal Diogo. Okay, uh, last bit of oh. I'm supposed to say something witty or whatever now? Yeah, you're on the spot now <laughs> to say something. Oh, no, actually, we'll do it for you. We'll do it for you. It, as, as a special, we'll, we'll dedicate to these to your dad, which if you remember to share these with your dad later, these are the dad jokes. Um, when So this, we'll finish with this, and then we'll have some music. When I want something a little healthier than an ice cream sandwich, I usually go for an ice cream salad. All right. <laughs> Sorry, wrong jingle, although that would have been appropriate, I've got to say. <laughs> Uh, thanks to me, um, you will soon start seeing for display only signs <laughs> on the toilets of Leroy Merlin. <laughs> that is brilliant. I can see a copy of the daily newspaper. <laughs> Please, sir, uh, there's a fight. What? I'll only be another five minutes. There's a fine oh. line between being funny and being a smart ass. I have no idea where that line is, though. We, I think you and I both have occasional. I, I, I was going to say, like, this one I relate to. Yeah. <laughs> well, that one's especially for you. Uh, love to your dad. Uh, no, no doubt when you see him soon, probably today. I and- need to see. Uh, yeah, it's time. It's been a couple of days. So trying to trying to go over there and supplement him with some, you know, things with sugar, because that's what makes him happy. And so. <laughs> oh, well, please do. And yeah, say hi from the Good Morning Portugal show. I will. So his name's Jerry. I will say hi. Yeah. And he may watch this. Uh, I might put this on for him even, so I'll get to see it. And that would be fun. Hi, Jerry. Yeah. Great, great. Take care there and make sure you get some of those nice, sweet things. That uh, What's his favorite? What's his favorite? Oh, my God. Cho- just anything chocolate. He loves ice cream. He loves apple pie. Um, oh, then but like American know, apple pie. Do you know hmm? the copper? Do you know the copper apple pie? No. Do you know the shop copper C O P A? No. Oh, just outside Caldas de Lenya on the road towards San Martino and um, mm-hmm. Tornada, there's mm-hmm. a wonderful grocery shop called Copper where they have the it's a chain around this part. Of okay. And they have apple pie and apple tarts in there made with the you know the masada alcabasa. Uh, nice. They, it, it, I think it's a pretty good approximation towards the American apple pie. American friends recommended to me. I okay. love it. creme fraiche or similar on their their apple pie is superb. Your dad's probably going to want cream and sugar on top of it as well. Yes, great apple pie. That's a great apple pie. I think. Okay, cool. Copa C O P A. Okay, I'll look. I will look out for that. Yeah, absolutely. If anyone has more questions, um, they can also join or go to the uh, Moving with Portugal, Moving to Portugal page on Facebook, yeah. mm-hmm. which is called Portugal Seniors. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the link, Carl. It's oh, that group. Oh, and right. if you could share and that, would be cheers cool. Cheers to all the smart asses as we finished <laughs> together today. And good luck, Heather, from Lord Gilchrist as well. You've been you've been blessed with luck from an English lord this morning. Not many people can say oh, that. Oh, nice. Heather. 
Yeah, so hopefully no. that trickles down to Marvin the Dove. And, yes, and our best um, to Marvin. Messy, yeah, messy best Marvin. to Marvin. I'm going to yeah, go try yeah. to get some more antibiotic and food into him now. So, Brilliant. And we'll find out how he is next time when we see you. Take care. Bye hopefully. for now. All the best. Okay. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Thank we'll you. Some music now. Take care, everybody. We'll see you tonight at the webinar. Bye. Oh, um, I was trying to play a video there, and I ended up uh, being given the uh, open a file command. Let, let me let me just set this up a little bit better for you. Um, this is Diogo, uh, who works at uh, the Palmera Cafe, where we have our a weekly meetup between one and three on a Wednesday. Started talking to him. He's going to move to Porto, I think, to do a music course. I said, well, you know, we've got some lovely musicians in our, really skilled, talented, brilliant musicians in our community. Let me... Um, introduce you to Ron Rogers, to the Blisses up there in, in Porto. He was delighted by that. And uh, we made friends on Facebook, and then I discovered his music, which I think is sublime. This is Darkest Night, featuring his friend and a, a fellow gifted vocalist, Anya. And you'll see San Martino de Porto here in this video as we chill out for the rest of the show. So maybe see you on the webinar tonight at 6 o'clock. That's the Wealth Management Special with Holborn Assets and 9 o'clock for the Dream Team. And uh, we'll see you in the morning for a bit of feel-good Friday action, of course. Frank should be with us tomorrow, along with the wonderful Reverend Joe. See you then, friends. Bye for now. Have a great day.
Thank you.